Talk with Jose and Angel. Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And out of the largest radio, internet radio network in the world, Live365.com. How about that? Here we are. Another Tuesday. Tuesday is Twinsday. That's why we broadcast every Tuesday. And we are so glad that you're with us again. Yes, we are. <laughs> and you know, it is a good day of the week because... What else would you be doing on a Tuesday? That's why I think it's a good idea to broadcast on Tuesdays, because it's not a good t- TV night. Of course it was your idea, Jose. Anyways, we I, do it out of Theo Luis's garage. I, I think it's a good idea. Did I say it was my idea? The reason, the real reason, hey, you know what, world? The real reason we do it on Tuesdays is because this is the day when Theo Luis is still doing the yards this late, eh? Because after we're done, we got to make room for all the uh, lawnmowers and shit. <laughs> That's the real reason, not because Jose picked it y todo, uh, eh? Uh, uh, tanto pedo, eh? My brother just can't take the fact that I picked it. I Dio picked Luis Tuesday. Luis gets here late. Because I said Tuesday was Twinsday. Remember when we used to help him do the yards? I we get out of school and we go home, eat real fast, take a dump in the restroom, change, and then jump in the back of his truck as he was pulling into the garage as, when that. he was coming home from that. his day job. Mm-hmm. And then as he was going inside doing the same thing, taking a dump, eating, taking a shower, we were loading the truck with all the gear. I remember that. And remember we, that? We worked our asses off. Yeah, now we... After school. Yeah, eh? even through school we worked asses. And off. my tia made the best Kool Aid, eh? The we, right, <laughs> it was the right, it was the right blend of ice, sugar, and that red stuff. You know, Kool Aid is not supposed to be very sugary. It's supposed to be watery and not very sugary. It's supposed to have just a touch of red and a touch of sugar. Too sweet, it's not good. Just the right, it's the right blend, eh? It's, it's like beer, just the right barley and the and alcohol. Well, barley. Barley. I guess I don't know. Oh, in the mean? beer. I thought you meant in the in the Kool Aid. Yeah, eh? I thought you meant in the Kool Aid. How but, did we jump from Theo Luis to Kool Aid? Anyways, we have a fantastic <laughs> show this week. Awesome show tonight. <laughs> Choking on my words. Uh, tonight we have the Blue Agave is going to be here. Right on, dude. Sexy, sultry, and very no. That what I like about the Blue Agave. First of all, there were sexy, our, sultry. The Blue Agave <laughs> were our very first um, music, musical guests on our show. That's right. The very first ones we ever had on our show. It was like our third show ever. Also, they are. I remember um, that. Very fantastic. Outfit. Did they play on that one? No, they, but they brought some tracks. They are a mixture of like spaghetti western sort of uh, meets uh, Dick Dale uh, meets Latin. Ranchero music, if you can get it, it's really awesome. Anyways, the the uh, uh, 
uh, two nominated uh, Grammy Award nominating uh, artists on there. Hania right. Bad and uh, Stephanie, Stephanie Amato. Amato. Both Bad. of them, both of them are fantastic musicians. Awesome. You got to stick around and listen to this music. And only one of I, them is sexy and sultry. How's that? I know I didn't. Do, <laughs> I know I didn't do the description justice. So. Um, no, so you stick can around. Hang out. They're really cool. You got a phone call, too? Also, we have... Uh, this is a surprise to me. What is it? Robin Sachs. Oh, uh, no, it's not a surprise, eh? <laughs> Good one, eh? Robin Sachs, a legal analyst. You've seen her on uh, all over television, on Fox Sports, uh, Fox Sports, Fox News, MSNBC, uh, all those uh, CNN, uh, legal analyst. Uh, one of the biggest uh, uh, trials has uh, been... Uh, you know, just ended recently, uh, and uh, she's going to be giving us a little bit of her comments. Her analysis—I I like the analysis, way she does it, today. Eh? Her analysis on the Trayvon Martin, Trayvon uh, Martin's George. You didn't even have to critic. say that because I once you said uh, Jackie. I mean, uh, uh, Robin, Robin Sachs. Sachs. As a legal analyst, I knew exactly what what the topic was going to be on. But I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to our listeners. Okay. Yeah, but if anybody knows who Robin Sachs is, she's. She's cool. She is she, cool. She tells it how it is, eh? Now, let me tell you about Robin Sachs. She's been on our show a couple of times. She's a friend of mine. Love her to death. Really cool chick. And she's fast. She's quick. She's tough. Witty. She could, she could put it up. Look, she could put up her dukes around against any guy. She'll drink you under the table. That's brother. what I wanted to know, eh? Because I haven't had a drink with her. Eh? I'll challenge her on that. Eh? I know that she's ragged she on Sounds like fun, eh? We had her on a show once before, twice before, and she rags on Angel a lot. But anyway, she's a fun, fun... Um, Person, good friend, and also a fantastic uh, legal analyst. She's a she's an advocate for victims as well, so she's going to be with us uh, tonight as well. Hey, that's uh, what I like about her too. Eh? Also, also, <laughs> what that she's going to be on her show? No, that she's an advocate for victims. For victims, you know. Also tonight, uh, as we do every week on TwinTalkCast.com, on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, uh, straight out of Telemundo and NBC, the girl with the pink headphones, the um, our multimedia journalist, the coolest chick in radio, and I mean that, the coolest chick in radio, with the news and dirty laundry, Jackie Casas is going to be with us. What's going on in news and dirty laundry tonight, Jackie? Hey, guys. So like we mentioned, along with Robin Sachs, I have the latest on the verdict of George Zimmerman, a nationally watched case that has caused a lot of, ruck- a lot of ruckus along uh, different cities in response to this case. Also, a Northern California news station is being sued by Asiana Airlines. You know, the company that owned that plane that oh, went down just a right. few weeks ago? News? Wow. Well, I'll let you know why this they're getting sued. And finally, next time you visit your local farmer's market for some fresh vegetables and fruits, you might be able to pick up your medical marijuana. Ah, good idea. Of course, <laughs> go away. I'll tell you where this farmer's market is being proposed. All that and more on News and Dirty Laundry. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Well, there you go. That's Jackie Casas with the News and Dirty Laundry. Nobody else has Jackie Casas doing the News and Dirty Laundry. And we we do right, brother. Right, eh? Hey, so well, how was your week, bro? My week was good, eh? Tell me about it. What do you want to tell about it? Um, I went to a wedding on on uh, on Saturday, family wedding, one for my new extended family from uh, uh, my Guatemalan brothers and sisters and cousins and aunts and aunt, uncles and all that. Uh, right, right. So it, it was kind of nice, eh? Let me tell you about that wedding, eh? Not only did the beer last, because you know at our parties right. we have to keep <laughs> going back for beer, eh? <laughs> But let me tell you, they had to serve dinner twice, eh? 
<laughs> or did they really? You know why? Because, of course, the Guatemalans were all on time, and the Mexicans, they got there all late, eh? <laughs> of course. Because there was a Guatemalan uh, bride and a, uh, and a Mexican uh, husband, a group. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's, it's the truth, eh? I got there early, of course, because my wife is the neck, as she likes to say, because I'm the head of the house, Jackie. She says she's the neck and you're the head? Yeah, she says she's the neck, but I'm the head of the house. I don't know if that's good or bad. Eh? I mean, it depends which way you look at it, but... You know, if you're not the neck, then you don't have a choice, right? <laughs> yes, the neck is the one that decides where that way head is going to go. Ah. Well, let me tell you, baby, I'm only looking at you, baby. Not you, Jackie, my wife. I'm looking at my wife. <laughs> okay. But anyway, it was, a, it, was, it was a lot of fun, eh? You know, I'm really happy. I'm really happy. Why to do be you say dinner was twice? Like they brought out dinner and then they did they a recalentado. Exactly, it was a recalentado. But it was. I love that. But it wasn't set up too. that way. It wasn't set up that way. Like it wasn't set up like, like you. There was a designated time to eat. Uh -huh. right, right. And of course, you know, we are on Mexican time. Uh huh. I, I, I don't know. Guatemalans, Guatemala, Guatemalans are actually like on time. <laughs> they people. are, dude. They totally are on time. I didn't know that. Totally on. Time. I didn't know that either. We I expected all Latinos to be the same. Let way. me tell you, I've been working on my girl on that. My wife. Uh huh. You know, she's getting a little better at it. But of I, being late. No, 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 no. You she should. You should. Of being on. You know, being. No, no, you should. You should acclimate. You should acclimate to being on time. But I have. It's so frustrating. I like. How you would I, don't make her late. I like hey, how that would she's I, on time. How would I have noticed if I if the Mexicans were late if i was one of them that was late i was there on time with her eh so i did a little acclimation eh okay you know you gotta meet you gotta acclimate with me tambien eh yeah you know let me tell you about my week then I, i had a very interesting week uh, uh, as you know i was in in, in um in um uh, san francisco covering that crash but no um, you were reading eh <laughs> no that was the previous uh news story in san francisco i was out there reading the previous one no you know what um Um, interesting week. About a week and a half ago, I was offered a, um, a, uh, a staff position at NBC. Uh, I, I, for those of you who know, I work in television. I've been freelancing for 20 years in television. What? Two, Why do you want to be a, a virus for, eh? Two, two and a half years. Two and a half Didn't years. Did you say staff, eh? You was offered staff, eh? Staff is a bacteria. It's not a virus, dude. <laughs> Guatemalans, Mexicans, they're all the same, eh? Anyway, I was... I was um, I was uh, I've, I've been I was staff at Fox News Channel for two three years, and but I've been in the 20 years I've been in television I've been freelancing for everybody. Uh, they offered me a position. I greatly appreciate the position they offered me. The the fact that they offered me a position there, but I had to decline. I declined the job. Jose. Yeah. Why? Well, I tell you why. Uh, I, you, can you say because uh, and I. Okay, go ahead. I declined the job. Listen, I appreciate. Was it, it because I they didn't let you do the anchor right next to Colleen Williams? No, no. <laughs> You know, the, I would have been like that. When are we having her call in again? I know. Let's have Colleen call, call again. My daughter just walked in. Hi, Nalani. What do you have for me here? What oh, do you got? she's so sweet. She brought she, yogurt. She brought me yogurt. Frozen yogurt. Awesome. Frozen yogurt. Mm, with chocolate and nuts in it. Thank you, baby doll. Say something on the radio. Speak right there, love. Hey, since you're all into sales these days, Miha, why don't you go over there and sell them our brand? Well, don't sell them our brand, but sell them some ad space so we can mention their yogurt on our on our radio. Anyway, so what happened? <laughs> anyway, I turned the job down because Angel, uh, okay. even though what? I, thank you, babe. Thanks for this frozen yogurt. Because you didn't get to sit next to Colleen Williams. No, let me tell you why. Because let me see. Let me tell you. Uh, it will have a, a great benefits package. And the thing about a staff job at NBC is that you have to shoot and kill a head of state 
to be fired at that job. Like you can never <laughs> lose that job. I've seen how guys. About, how, about seen guys away, how, how about give away? How about give away information like uh, they're snooping on you? That too. No, they, they actually applaud you for that. I turned it down because uh, they were going to give me a shift, which I was a little offended. Come on, guys. Come on, NBC. Oh, All that I've done for you. You're gonna give me the shift nine, uh, the night side shift, three thirty p.m. to. Hey, midnight. you sound you sound like Howard Stern. Hey, are you gonna have your three? Oh, you already have an internet radio station. Three thirty p.m. <laughs> to midnight, Monday through Friday, or Sunday through Friday uh, through Thursday. When am I gonna see my kids? I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Thank it you. It would be a good shift to a single person because you have Fridays and Saturdays off, and then Sunday morning to recuperate from la, totally. la cruda, you know? Totally. <laughs> you la know what? Cruda. That means hangover in Spanish, eh? but she's doing it in Spanglish. For those of you that can't handle Spanglish. I tell you what, <laughs> I, they were stunned. And again, I'll repeat over and over again. I appreciate the offer very much. I appreciate every day of work I have there as a freelancer. I don't very understand much. you, Jose. My point You're is, offended, but you appreciate it. No. No, I appreciated the offer. I didn't like the shift. Okay. And, and it's not because I'm, I don't work those shifts. Uh, there's times when I work those shifts, but I'm not going to schedule myself permanently on that shift because, you know, I'm going to be never, I'm never going to see my sons. You know, my daughters are grown up and gone. And, and, and had, the, had I not have another set of kids that are a little small, I might have taken it and sucked it up for a little well, while. Well, you know what? Get used to it, eh? Because my sons moved out when they graduated and I hardly see them either, eh? I even yeah, moved closer. I moved out of this valley to go to the other valley. Yeah, but no, you, this is the other valley. But you've already raised them. I'm talking to my three-year-old and my five-year-old who will need me still. They still yeah. need me to be around as much as possible, you know? So that's why I did it. Anyway. Well, good for you, Wade. But thank you, NBC. I got your back, Jose. Thank you, NBC. Anyway. Yeah. There you go. Anyways, uh, that was uh, Jose shouting out to NBC in his Jose way. Anyways, this is time for your shout-outs, which we do every show at the top of our show because we love you guys the shout outs are brought to you by aladdin jr's mediterranean cuisine and concert lounge awesome we gotta we gotta promote something there angel i oh good idea man let's do something there we got the in there eh, with richard eh? i hope you're listening to you hear hey, richard that? yeah cool place anyways uh yeah i i love the food anyways first i want to give a shout out to my sister marisol eh? I was, I was talking to her on my drive over here on the phone, and that's why I didn't answer your phone calls. Well, that's not the only reason I didn't answer your phone calls, eh? <laughs> but anyway, sister, thank you for the cosmic check, eh? Puro Age of Aquarius. And thanks for all the enlightenment. I also want to give a shout-out to Phil at La Crepe Restaurant. <laughs> Hang in there, eh? You'll, you won't be a busboy for that much longer, eh? You're kind of nice. Also, I want to give a shout-out, a special shout-out to... Uh, Don George, hey Don George, I love that goatee you got going there, and to your wife, and to your kids. Not, no, not that your wife has a goatee, <laughs> but your shout out to your wife and your kids, including last twins. He's got some twin girls, eh? Well, right on. Yeah, I like them. No, they're pretty cool chicks. We ought to have them on here right now, just because they're cool, eh? I don't know if they're good on radio, but they're good in person. Also, a shout out to Lalo, eh? Nice dancing. You got the moves, Holmes. Ha ha ha. <laughs> and uh, a shout out to the bride and groom And I think your last name is Bello too I know we're family already eh? But I had so much family to meet That uh, I didn't remember the main ones that day Anyways, the, the Mr. and Mrs. Bello Or Bayo That's the family that was, you know, at the wedding Or Anyways, I like your wedding, eh? Mariachis y belly dancers, eh? ¿Qué más quieres? <laughs> Beer 
No, the beer was good. Anyways, uh, the shout-outs. Do you have any shout-outs, bro? Yeah, I want to give a shout-out. I'm going to give a shout-out to NBC. I want to give a shout-out to Todd Maktari, the news director. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Robert P- uh, Nino, Jody Mena. And, uh, hey, Jody, what's up, eh? And, uh, you got to give me a gig once in a while. A shout-out to Lauren Goodfried. All of the three of them are involved in uh, offering me a position there as a staff uh, photographer. Thank you very, very much. I hope that we still continue the work, even so, even though I'm not a staffer there. You know what? You know, because I'm not going to take that shift. All right, man. No, I said shift, not shift. Yeah, <laughs> Anyways, you know what? Since you're at it, I'm going to give a shout out to Colleen Williams, eh? Hi, Colleen. <laughs> Come in or call in. I know you listen. My brother says you listen sometimes. Uh, she does. <laughs> she, she says she listens to you, but in my dreams, I hope she's listening to me. <laughs> Anyways, your shout-outs are brought to you by Aladdin Jr. the second Mediterranean cuisine and concert venue in the Arts Colony of Pomona, California. The address is 296 West 2nd Street uh, in Pomona, California. Call them at 909-623-4333. And, uh, or just go in there. And, uh, dude, the food is really good, eh? It's cool. like, yes, it's good. The, the I know. tabool is I good. Uh, and then you could dip it in your hummus with the pita and a good selection of beer. And they always have music there on the weekends, eh? And once a month, they got those belly dancers. Tambien, eh? Awesome. Cool. I can't wait to go there again. Invite all of our listeners to be there, man. Go to Aladdin's Junior Mediterranean Cuisine and Restaurant and Concert Venue and tell them Los Twins sent you. All right. Cool. We'll be right back. Shoo! Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And I'm tripping out on that double mass TV promo you did there. Eh? I don't know how that happened, dude. I was trying to get something done. Here. Not Charlie. It's okay. We're twins, eh? We could double it up. Anyway, I'm eating my, my frozen yogurt that my daughter brought me. Thank you, sweetheart. It's delicious. Some vanilla chocolate thing with carrot chips and and uh, and almonds. Thank you very much. Anyway, you're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on TwinTalkCast.com. And on Live365.com. And we broadcast every Tuesday night here from Theo Luis's Garage. And uh, you know what? Also, you can also listen to all of our radio shows, all our, uh, their archive for podcasts on TwinTalkCast.com. 
Click on previous podcasts and check them out. Last week's hey. show. Talk about last week's show. Okay. Last week we had... Oh, <laughs> last week you were on assignment, so I was running the show, eh? I was engineering y todo, eh? And, but we had uh, the guys from the Cineverse, Cordell Crisman and uh, Dave uh, Brown from the Cineverse.com, who sat in for you right. and uh, co-hosted the show with me. And, of course, we had uh, Jackie Casas bringing the news and Dirty Laundry, uh, which she brings it so well. And you, also, you, you called in from San Francisco, uh, where the airport, where that yeah, crash was. A little scene setter uh, on uh, the Isiana air crash, since I was there covering it. Also, Bobby, musician Bobby Joe Valentine called in and uh, talked about his track. Yeah, and introduced his uh, track, Home, from the album Home. And we talked to him for a couple of minutes. It was cool. And played his track. More I'm, than I'm a there. couple of minutes. It was pretty cool. Uh, so check He's that out. He's coming in September, by the way. He's going to play in here. Check out our previous podcast. Also, check out the previous podcast before that. Uh, Daniel Bambata Marley was here, son of Ziggy Marley, performed a song, and we played one of his tracks. Awesome individual. Just a bunch of great shows going on here. Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. So check you, them all out. Hey, and you can check them out on iTunes because we are iTunes. Just look for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel or just go to our website, www.twintalkcast.com. Play on demand there or subscribe, eh? Just hit subscribe on there, eh? And, I wanna let and be, get them automatically to your gadget. I want to let people know also that you can give hey, us what a... what kind of gadget you You got? can give us a What's call. What's your gadget? A pre- <laughs> yeah. You can give us a call throughout the show. We do it old-fashioned way. You can give us a call at 626 626- Two seven five two six two six two seven five eight nine four six. Yeah, and tell us what your gadget of choice is, eh? <laughs> also, throughout the show, you can chat us up on Facebook. Just mention, I mean, uh, go on Facebook on our Facebook wall on Twin Talk Show or on Twitter at Twin Talk Show. But check it out and we, Instagram también, eh? Instagram too. But chat us up on Facebook during the show. You hey, know? Jose, what's Robin's uh, ha- uh, tag? Yeah, how do you spell her name? I'm trying at, to twit this. At Robin Sachs, S A X. Is that an I or, 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 or a Y for Robin? That's an I. Okay. At Robin Sachs. Okay. I'm gonna tag Robin right now. <laughs> there it is, ladies and gentlemen. It's time. I love this. When you hear that uh, guttural breat that grabs you from the loins, it goes, Andale. By the way, your loins is your crotch. It's your freaking vamanos. <laughs> it's your jewels. When, when I, you thought, this, I thought it was something that was deep fried or something. When eh? it grabs you by the loin and says, listen <laughs> now, it means it's time for our multimedia journalist, our friend from Telemundo and NBC, the girl with the pink headphones, the girl who brings the boob news all the time. Oh, I love the boobs. The, the girl with the news and dirty laundry. No one does it like Jackie. Jackie Casa. Oh, no. What's oh, up, Jackie? Oh, no. You can't hear me. Oh, no, you can. Oh, good. <laughs> that would be sad if you couldn't Sorry. hear me. Sorry. That's okay. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Doing good, babe. I missed you last week. I missed you too. Nah, she didn't. You should have seen how happy she was when she found out Rob, uh, the Cineverse guys were going to be here. That eh? is true. I was very excited to have yeah. them here. I love having them here. They're uh, so much fun. They are fun and they're smart guys. Check them out, guys. Check them out. They're awesome. Anyway, so how was your week? Week has been good. It's been warm here in Southern California. Love and it. I know. I hate the heat. Do you? Why? I'm not a heat person. I like the sun. But I hate the heat. I hate sweating. I hate being hot. I love the hot weather. I can't. I like better. I like sweating. Cold, eh? snuggly. <laughs> no. I like cold, snuggly, 
blankets under the covers, no. coffee. I like that también. But eh? wait a minute. When you, when you talk about that, it's funny, though, because you don't spend the majority of your time doing that. We're, in practicality, when it's cold, we're working, we're driving to work, we're walking in and out of the cold weather. So so leave that, omit that part. Everyone likes being home and comfy. Uh-huh. Okay? But see, you can't be at home comfy in the summertime because you're hot and you're sticky and you're sweaty. Air conditioner or out in the what pool. What if you don't? What if you don't? Well, what, what if, if you don't, don't have a warm, cuddly home in the, in the winter? What if yeah, you don't have a heater? Yeah, just throw blankets on. What, what if you don't have a heater? <laughs> just throw blankets on. That's it. Put some I, warm, I just snuggle put, with somebody. Yeah, how, how, put Jackie? some warm socks on. Put on a sweatshirt. It's okay. And, and what else, Jackie? <laughs> yeah. Just, if you don't have a person to give you body heat you can snuggle up with your puppy wow. and, uh, give yourself you know? body heat eh? yeah. what's wrong with that eh? <laughs> hey, how do you spell trayvon eh? T- t-r-a-y-v-o-n okay i'm i'm uh i'm 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 hashtagging here <laughs> hashtagging here. back All into right, the show guys. angel back into the show so let's get started um george zimmerman uh, big news with this case. George yes. Zimmerman, a neighborhood watch volunteer in Florida, was acquitted Saturday night in the shooting death of Trayvon Martin, a Florida teenager. Trayvon's death and Zimmerman's trial has been at the center of national debate over racial profiling. Trayvon was black and Zimmerman is mixed half white and half Hispanic. The fatal shooting of Trayvon Martin took place last year in February. Uh, Trayvon is a, uh, was a 17-year-old African American wow. high school student, yeah. and Zimmerman was a 28-year-old. Like I said, he was a neighborhood watch commander co- coordinator for a gated community. He in, was a bully, eh? In Sanford, Florida. <laughs> Honestly, a-, a bully, dude. According yeah. to police reports, Zimmerman thought Trayvon was suspicious, followed him around the gated community in his car, which he then got out of his vehicle and then um, followed Trayvon. Uh, there was a scuffle. There was a scuffle between both parties. A Ultimately, scuffle. The guy was an, an, an adult, an adult, t- and a seventeen-year-old. And according to the testimony, Trayvon was on top of him like a freaking UFC fighter, beating his head on the okay. On the but pavement. however, yeah, but who, but who, uh, but who, who saw that? Two a, people did. Trayvon and Zimmerman. No, uh, there was a, there, there was a witness in the, in the apartment complex. Nah, Charlie. Yes, there was. I heard there was no witness. There was a witness. There was one witness who saw it. Okay. And heard the screams. There were there were there were some uh, there were some there were uh, witnesses that had called in. However, according to the to- autopsy reports, it said that there was a minor abrasion on Trayvon's left finger under a uh, ring finger under the knuckle. Well, so if he was beating the shit out of him, according to the photos, which there are photos of him having a bloody nose, Zimmerman. I think it would be I don't know whatever. This is what the autopsy says. So. Um, there was a scuffle ultimately ending up with Trayvon getting shot in the chest, which he died from. Zimmerman was only um, questioned after claiming self-defense, so he was let go. There was no arrest. However, after weeks later, he was arrested and taken to trial. Legal analyst Robin Sachs watched this trial and has more details on that part. Hey, Robin, this is Jose from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. How are you? Well, I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Although I'm, I'm scared. I, I, I know that I'm coming into the lion's den with you guys right now. <laughs> Hi there, Robin. Long time. It's Angel. Long time. Hi, Angel. How are you? I'm so excited. I'm so glad you're calling in today. This is great news. <laughs> Let me tell you, uh, Robin, when I mentioned to my brother that you were going to be on uh, on Twin Talk with us, he was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, let's see if he's so excited after we're done talking. <laughs> First of all, Robin, thank you so much for being on, on Twin Talk with us. It's been a long time. I miss you. But uh, big, big verdict came down this week uh, regarding the uh, George Zimmerman case. My layman's opinion is that it was uh, a correct verdict. Uh, as, as uh, you know, in your expertise, uh, what is your opinion on that? Oh, wow. I thought we were going to disagree. No, I agree with you. I think it was a correct verdict. I think it was the right, I think it was the right verdict, and I think that you and I are both brave Wait, to say so. Why? This is Angel. Why? What would make you think that, uh, Robin? Please enlighten me. I'm happy to. This is the <laughs> problem. Uh, I... You know, 90% of this country right now is looking at this case from a point of view of passion. And, and, and that is what dictates a lot of what we do in life and a lot of how we feel. But from a pure legal point of view, this case was doomed on February 26, 2012. Right. And the reason why it was doomed was thanks to the work of Sanford Police Department. When Sanford Police Department made a determination on that day that George Zimmerman was not a suspect, was not that there was not even enough probable cause to arrest, and therefore did not conduct an investigation with him as a suspect in mind, there was no way that no matter how good the prosecutors were that they could have convicted him. That's interesting. Does that mean that he there's a possibility that he was guilty, but they just blew it from the get-go? Yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. We don't know what really happened, and, we, and we're no closer to knowing what happened now is what we did then. Because what happened was is that the police on that date made a conclusion. That's the, like the number one thing you don't want the cops to do. You don't want the cops, I mean, if you're going to try a case later on, if you, they, made a, they made a conclusion. They said... We don't think it's a suspect. Right. So if you come at it with that point of view, they didn't do toxicology on George Zimmerman, but they did do it on Trayvon Martin. Very interesting. They, did, they didn't uh, do the forensics right then and there. They allowed him to go home and then re-interview him later on. Well, when you don't, you know, they could have, if they, if they wanted to, you know, conduct a, now, now granted, the investigation was taken away from them. Uh, but they did draw that conclusion, and and based on that, you always were going to have the initial police officers, the one officer, Investigator Chris Serino, is the one that really blew it for the prosecution. That's the same one that said, he said it on the stand, and he said it then. I thought George Zimmerman was telling the truth. I believed in him, and that was what they were stuck with. So, so Robin, this is Angel. So then you're, in essence, corroborating the uh, the the claim by uh, a lot of activists out there that there was some racial profiling there in that he profiled Zimmerman as uh, not capable of provoking this or putting himself unjustly in a position where he is now. I don't I don't know. I mean, I, I really hate getting into uh, assuming anything about anything in terms of this. I think that it's naive to say that people don't make judgments about people all the time what you know what where is the line of someone that looks like they're up to no good and uh and that that person you know what i you know was a kid i don't know if this kid was a redneck kid would would he have done the same thing i think this guy was a gun-toting vigilante 
wasn't going to listen to the 911 operator yeah. who has but issues far beyond racism. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think it's naive to say that it didn't play a role, but to say that that's what the driving force here was, I don't buy that either. I, I agree with you there. Um, I do think that the the um, the uh, prosecution had no no case. Uh, interesting the way you put it, and that it was uh, doomed from the beginning uh, because the police made a judgment call and not uh, investigating. But uh, but 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 what subsequently has has occurred since then, uh, uh, you know, now he, uh, there's pressure. I mean, he was pressed. They were pressured to prosecute in the first place. Now there's going to be pressure for the federal government to be involved or so forth, civil lawsuits and things like that. Tell us about that. I mean, what what's going on in Zimmerman's future? Well, well, first of all, let me just address one thing. I think that it, I think that they did succumb to, to pressure. And, and as a former prosecutor, it does no one any good. I actually said it back in March when the case was filed. I was like, oh, great. Everybody thinks it's a big win that they got him to file charges on him, but it's not going to be a big win when they lose this case. Mm. And as and, and, and frankly, think about the message that it sends to people now. Like, oh, I can get away with it. So it's like worse than we were in 2012. It would have been better off not to file it. So that's why I think you won't – I mean, that philosophy, I don't think the federal government – they've been trying to figure out a way to file hate crime charges – the fact is, is that Angela Corey, I just watched her on uh, uh, Pierce Morgan and uh, or Anderson Cooper, one of those on CNN, and whatever one she was on there, she basically said she couldn't even herself say that this was a racial profiling case, and she said that there wasn't enough to file hate crimes based on race. So the federal government, you know, I have more of a chance of becoming a pope, and I'm Jewish, than <laughs> being filed. I think it would be a grave mistake. So I don't see that happening. But I, and as far as the civil stuff, you bet your that bloody bottom dollar, whatever is that there's going to be a civil case. Well, of course and there is. There will definitely be a civil case, and the standard of proof is a lot less. Although I don't know that the standard of proof will matter, but you know, classic uh, makeup foul opportunity if um, if that's what a jury wants to do, and um, you know. They only need a preponderance of the evidence, and it's a new chance to retry it. Although I do think that I would think long and hard because, um, A, unless NBC is giving uh, George Zimmerman a big payout from those doctor tapes, he has no cash. And, um, and and the reality is is that they're stuck with a lot of the stuff that was bad in that first case is going to carry with them into the civil case. Uh, there's a question from one of our listeners, uh, Lourdes, asks on Facebook. She asks, if the prosec- do you think that if the prosecutors would have charged him with manslaughter, that he would have been found guilty? I think that they would have had a much better chance. I, I could have, um, I think that they, sh- I certainly think that they should have charged it from the beginning. And more importantly, they're just charging it. I think that they should have argued it. I mean, the whole, they, when they brought those charges, at the end, when they wanted to add those right. charges, I mean, they went at it with a all-or-nothing right. kind of attitude at the beginning. But so at the end, then they started throwing those charges. I thought that that murder three was just baloney. That I mean, was, that was such a chick shit maneuver. That was, <laughs> but I mean, I thought that was lame. That's what gives prosecutors a bad name. I mean, are you kidding? You're going to call make this child abuse? I mean, give me a break. <laughs> but the, the manslaughter, but they they made it such a grave error. They were so dumb with it. I mean, they brought the manslaughter. Or they got the instruction for it, but then they never argued how to get there for the jury. They never gave them the map. And one of the biggest problems that I saw throughout was, in, especially in closing argument, you saw that 
you know, the, the, jur- the prosecutors were asking the jurors question, could Trayvon have done this? Right. Could this have happened? <laughs> you, as a prosecutor, you're supposed to have the darn answer, <laughs> not the question. <laughs> Very good. We have uh, a uh, 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 Robin. This is Angel. Um, but, you know, uh, I, I get what you're saying about how it was kind of doomed from the beginning, and it, and then the defense, uh, excuse me, the prosecution didn't give a very good uh, argument on that, and those kind of might have played a role. But I still, you know, I still, I, I, uh, if you beg, if the laws or legis, uh, what you call like laws, like stand your ground, that are uh, that protect uh, the in this case what I like to call a vigilante or somebody like that, um, doesn't that kind of hint that that there is some kind of uh, uh, tendencies, if you will, uh, uh, in the court systems uh, to where at the end, in a, in a southern state like this, uh, where even all women uh, did not, uh, all women that were jury acquitted on this, do you think that the, perhaps there's an attitude, if you will, in a country that supports a, a law like stand your ground like what was your well, question? Stand your, ground, stand your Ground needs to be overhauled. I mean, it, it, the, the, the intent behind Stand Your Ground was never, ever, ever in this situation. The intent behind Stand Your Ground was the reason why it was even invented. And it's, and it's not every state has it. Florida is one of the few that does. Um, it, it's a, a law that is supposed state. to be right, it's, it's, it's supposed to be there really for, like, domestic violence situations, right? So if you're in your house and you're partner, spouse, or whomever is beating the crap out of you, it doesn't make you have to go retreat. Or if you're getting it, or actually it's not even in your house. It could be outside of your house in a domestic violence situation. You don't have to retreat. You never have to retreat when it's in your own home. But what's happened here is obviously this is some is something that gave, um, that definitely gives uh, someone who's trying to defend themselves way more leeway and certainly doesn't give them, you know, make them have to reflect like they normally do. I think we'll see overhauling <laughs> of that. But yes. I don't know that I would have. I don't know how much I even think that played a part in this. I, I, I don't. I don't know because they didn't really argue that. I think it I mean, does. But, but it was it, like the, it was a confederacy of dunces. I mean, did you see that confederacy? medical well yes. put. <laughs> That's a very good point. I saw the Dukes of Hazard on there, eh? <laughs> so, I mean, it was unbelievable. Every witness turned into a defense witness. You had Dr. Bao, who writes his own notes, okay, <laughs> on the last day. He's writing his own notes and conducting his own research and changing his own opinions and never tells anybody. I mean, it was just horrific. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah we, we have people making comments on this uh, as we listen. Uh, someone was saying, uh, in regards to our, our opinion of the uh, verdict, uh, Ava says, no way, only white people would say that. That, sho- <laughs> that shows the polarity of, uh, of the situation. Indeed, indeed, I agree. She, she also made a comment that the jury was all white. You know, I don't think it has anything to do with race and who the it, jury it, was. It, it and, does. And, and no, it doesn't. It was, the, Robin just said it. Even if George Zimmerman was morally wrong, it was a terrible case. It was a terrible case. But from the get-go, she said it from the get-go because of the in the way in my the way I 
my theory as to why from the get-go is because of the posture and and the racial the racial profiling. Yeah, well, anyway, right, that, and I can see that, and I can see that. I don't take issue with that. And I, and and listen, of course, race plays a role in this, and we'll never really know to what extent it did. But even if they did it, even if they didn't, all the people out there who are sending and tweeting the pictures that if you know if George Zimmerman was black and Trayvon Martin was white, it would have been a conviction. This was a weak case. This, it, people should be outraged that the prosecutors bring cases like this. This, <laughs> is, this kind of standard is what puts African Americans disproportionately in jail. Uh-huh. Well, and, well, and, and Florida know, has the highest, could, the worst defense lawyers, lawyers in the whole United States. Uh, here, that's here, another thing about the posture here's of the I, court systems what, in Florida. Here's what I got to say about that. This rings so similar to another case where somebody died and there was a black and a white and then there was a not guilty verdict and now there's an impending civil suit and there was people riding on the street and this person's name was O.J. Simpson. So it could be any color. The victim could be any color and the perpetrator could be any color. It has nothing to do with race. Except, except, we, except for in race, in the O.J. Simpson case, people didn't think that profiling amongst the defendant and victim, this is two layers of race, well, race within the jurors, race within the defendant. No, but the jurors and, and in the, the court but system. The, but the jurors in the O.J. Simpson were predominantly uh, black, and they vote, and they, and a lot of people say they voted down racial lines. Or they, you know, so forth. Anyway, uh, I know that you don't have a lot of time. Do you have anything final to say in regards to George Zimmerman? I think this one is one of those cases that has legs. It's going to go on for a long time. I know. You know what? I, I have this is if I can say one thing. I'm really, I, I'm really sad and, and disgusted and, and more sad than anything of the uh, polarizing effect that it's having out there. You know, the, the professionals on TV, the lawyers, the Martin family has been unbelievably gracious. The people who are advocating for change and wanting social justice and action is wonderful. But the hate spewing on the Internet, the comments, the tweets, the derogatory, I mean, it's really ugly out there. And it's, it's just it, it, it plays the lowest common denominator. And it says it speaks volumes and says we have a long way to go and a lot of with a lot of things. Very, very well said. Robin Sachs uh, from uh, all over television, robinsachs.com. Robin, do you want to give our listeners a uh, plug, uh, all your, you know, your social websites? Just and so tweet forth? me. I'm, I'm a big tweeter. Yeah. Rob at Robin, not tweaker. Tweeter. <laughs> <laughs> she is at robinsachs.com. That's R-O-B-I-N. Or Robin Sachs. Yeah, Cool ass yeah. chick. Listen, Robin, will you please come into Theo Luis's garage soon? Because my brother's dying. I would love to, it. To you, you guys just have to give me the secret address if you, you know, uh, if you're willing to give it up. So. We will. We will. We'll, we'll definitely do that. And this time around, With the bottle of wine. Don't this forget. this time around, we'll have you some got wine it. For you. Red or white, yeah, Robin. It depends. On, it depends on what we're snacking. Okay, on. got I you. I, I don't. Dis- I don't discriminate. <laughs> <laughs> got you. That's Robin Sex. Thanks, Robin. Bye, Robin. Bye, bye. Awesome, awesome, Robin Sex. Very well said. Very well said. But hey, the- so so. That's a really. This is a story that has so much more, so many more factors to it, right, Jackie? Yes, there's a lot of more elements to this case. As I said, it was a very. Uh, nationally watched case and um it's been there's had a huge reaction from the the verdicts the like i said the verdict was released saturday night 
Um, since Saturday night, there has been gatherings, hey, protests dude. nationally, That's all why. over the country. Go ahead. <laughs> there was uh, there was groups that gathered in San Francisco, Miami, D.C., and here in L.A. However, some of the riots have turned violent, even though organizers and community activists have asked for it to be peaceful. You know what? I totally would have. I totally would have been on the freeway, eh? But it was Saturday. The courts don't open on Saturday. <laughs> I was partying at that time. Here, let eh? me tell you. I have an. Ex I have a reason. I was like partying. Eh? Maybe that's what happened. People were out partying already. And they heard the verdict, so they went to hang out and party on the freeway. I believe, I believe that I there's... I saw the pictures on the 10th freeway. I kind of yes, know that, that stretch. Was, that was on Sunday when there was... A, like, they started Saturday night. Mm. However, Sunday is yeah. when they went in... They went onto the 10th freeway in Los Angeles and literally halted traffic. It's because Oakland, it's it's there were some streets as you well. You know why? Because they were cutting across the, the freeway to get to East L.A. to go have some menudo for the hangover. <laughs> Here's the deal. The reason why this has gotten so out of hand, it started from the very beginning. I mean, the very beginning... Uh, uh, I hate to say it, but NBC News and a lot of the other, all the outlets played this up as a racist case. Remember that very same week when Trayvon Martin was was uh, shot and killed in the scuffle between him and George Zimmerman, there was a white man who was beat up and by five black men in Atlanta, shot on video, posted on YouTube, people laughing. This guy was left naked and robbed on the ground for dead. And no one said anything. Hey, uh, no one said anything because black on white. But if it's white on black, listen, on top of is that. that uh, but, but why is Zimmerman suing NBC? I didn't say he's suing NBC. No, but there's there's news out there that Zimmerman you, is suing I'll tell NBC. you why. You know, I'm, it's, funny, it's funny you should ask. I have the audio. Here it is. I'll tell you why. Because uh, NBC very irresponsibly at, at the beginning of this utilized the 911 call and edited it in such a way that made him look like a racist. Listen to this. Okay, so there you go. That's the original call. The the nine one one operator asks him, "Is this guy white, black, or Hispanic?" Okay, here's the edited version that NBC put out, and eventually they had to apologize because they, it was a very damning edit. Dark hoodie, like a gray hoodie, and either jeans or sweatpants. Hold on, this is part of this first call. Here it comes. This guy looks like he's up to no good. He looks black. Did you see what he was wearing? You hear that? <laughs> It looks like he's so up to no... So they edited out the question yeah, that out. he was asked. The, the, the multiple choice question. Yes. So it made it look... <laughs> made it. So when people, millions of people are watching NBC and so forth, watching this saying, this guy's a racist. Immediately. Immediately people are making this decision that he's racist. On top of that, the president of the United States takes sides and says this statement, which pissed me off, you know, if I had a son, he'd look like Trayvon. Okay, yeah. what is that supposed to do? What is that supposed to do? It's supposed to say, I He's take black, sides. black, eh? 
He would put a hoodie on his son. <laughs> I think the reason, I think, of course, the media sensationali- sensationalized it. Every media sensationalized every story that they focused on because they put attention to it. But I think what was a big deal was that he was 17 years old. He was a high school no. student. He was unarmed. No, 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 he was no, no, unarmed no. Drop that, that for a second. The edit was irresponsible. Oh, yeah, the I'm not saying that it was him, fine. The edit was not That's not even called sensationalizing. Cool that's, called, that's manipulating. That's irresponsible. That's manipulating the story. And you know why? Hey, don't you because do you want to know why? Do you want to know why? Because Shh. as long as Zimmerman <laughs> is on, this case is on. It's Shh. it's it's a story. It's it's it makes NBC and CNN and, and 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 Nancy Grace all kinds of money. This this story is the most watched court case since uh, well OJ Simpson. Everyone has been following this. Even celebrities have been following this. There's been a million tweets from different celebrities feeling bad for both parties because mm-hmm. ultimately at the end. Nobody wins in this case. Trayvon is gone. Zimmerman's going to have to per- forever pay the consequences for this trial. So we've had celebrities, like I said, that have commented on Facebook, on Twitter about this. And even famous, um, some famous singers have said that they that they feel bad. And I, I totally saw, what's his name, uh, Jamie Foxx wearing a, a T-shirt with a silhouette of, yes, a, of a hooded Yes, uh, the, the hoodie up. Um, slogan and look is been popularized because of Trayvon because apparently uh, Trayvon was wearing his hoodie on as we as we heard in in the call. Uh-huh. Um, so because of that, even the Miami Heat team uh, wore their hood along with a uh, with their you, emblem in support of Trayvon. So there was a lot of people that were in support of Trayvon. So from the get go. So that this says a lot about how, you know, what people want is not necessarily what we get. Yeah. Well, there's, uh, like I said, every celebrity from actors to musicians and even the famous singer uh, Stevie Wonder had a comment on Trayvon Martin's case. I've decided today that until the stand your ground law is abolished in Florida, I will never perform there again. Yes. That's ridiculous. I think it's great. That's, That's what I'm getting at because uh, uh, Stand Your Ground is, is not at that many states. And I can't remember which ones, but the it's in Florida and, and a couple other ones that are states that basically think about this. Have history. They have history of, of uh, oppressing and uh, racism within the system. Uh, at a higher level than, than you know, what's interesting? States. Even Robin Sachs said it. This ended up not being even about stand your ground. It it, it hardly even came up. But it during did, the Jose. Trial. You know, let me no. tell you no, how it didn't. It didn't have to come up in the trial. It came up at the from the get go, uh, where it, 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 the whole the investigation was totally wrong from the get go. Because, in my opinion, uh, uh, laws just represent what the posture of the people are there. If they're able to have a stand your ground law, then their posture was the one that got it there. You in the know first what? Place. You know what? Here's and the that deal. is a glimpse if, of the hearts of of those people. If I'm walking the streets of somewhere, I for, here's the deal. I would like to have the ability to arm myself. Self defense is already and, there. And protect okay? myself. So, Self defense is already there. And put, if I'm can, saying a sentence, bro. You understand that? Okay. I would like to have the ability to arm myself and use it if I have to, if I feel I'm going to be killed by someone. Can I just someone. note that when he called um, 911, he was told to stay in his vehicle. Um, he no, was he was not. not. 
He, he was, was not told. He, he, no, I'm sorry. I take it back. He said he was going to go after him, and the, the operator said that that's not necessary yes. for him to he do. The other, the other thing is, it if, doesn't matter. if it was self-defense, okay, there's always the element of retreat. Robin mentioned the word retreat. Now, think about it. If you have a gun, and uh, who has most option and even responsibility to retreat? That's a very good point. A person with a gun. Therein lies, again, the unless, posture of the people unless uh, of that person. Let me just say that person. Unless what the, def- what the defense says is true and the, and the jury apparently believed that when Trayvon Martin lost sight, I mean, when uh, Zimmerman lost sight of Martin and he turned the corner on this building and Martin ambushed him and Martin ended up on top of him and was beating on his head. As a matter of fact, um, it was in one of those beatings that apparently. Dude, I'll tell you, if I was followed, if I was being followed in the rain at night, I would, I would, would do you, something too. Uh, would I would run. I would run. According to the defense, he was. Maybe and the jury believed. Maybe it. he felt. Well, if that's the case, maybe he felt it was a better defense for him to, uh, uh, to, uh, to, uh, you know, initiate. Uh, uh, maybe, engaging but with you know what? But when you do, running. but do this when you do initiate any kind of fight, whether it's a bar fight or a fight over a parking space. Remember, you're starting a fight, and you're at the at the right. at the and risk I, of your if, own peril. Yeah, but if you have a gun, you have the the, the upper hand, and there's still the the retreat. According now, now the stand your ground law gives you the back. Like the backup in case you decide not to retreat, although you may have had the opportunity to. Uh, uh, I want to say the last word because Angel hates it. But the defense says the defense says that he that Zimmerman had the last word. Trayvon was on top of Zimmerman, beating him, and it was and one of those beatings that Zimmerman pulled out the gun and shot him. So the, the jury believed him. As a matter of fact, I don't care. I don't care. It was wrong. But you know what? It all boils down to the jury was all female. So I expected, like, as a female, as a, mom. a mom would feel bad for. Tra- Regardless of the case, it is unfortunate for both ends, for both families. Uh, Zimmerman is in hiding, has not been out at all, and probably won't be out for a while uh, because <laughs> he is concerned for his personal safety. And he's carrying a gun. He says he's carrying a gun because he's afraid well, for his life. Well, watch out. Now. Watch out. Uh, hey, oh, that's, don't that's get not, shot by Zimmerman. Hey, that's not the first time he said that, eh? <laughs> don't get shot by Zimmerman, okay? So if you, you see him, don't tackle him because he'll shoot you. <laughs> all right, moving on, guys. So the, let's move on to some more racism. <laughs> Asiana Airlines announced yesterday that it was going to sue a San Francisco TV station that said damaged the airline's reputation uh-huh. by using bogus and racially offensive names for the four pilots that crashed earlier this month in San Francisco. So, so crash had nothing to do with it. Just the fact that you Just you name. bounced and rolled the airplane and two people died. Uh, had nothing to do with their, their as, <laughs> and you saw the video. The guy hey, crashed. Why'd you put me lower, Jose? They, cr- they crashed. I didn't put it you lower. Yeah, you did. No, the anchor of the station read the names on air last week and then apologized after their break. The report was accompanied by a graphic with the phony names listed alongside a photo of the burned-out plane. Um, the names were uh, Captain Sumting Wong, uh, We Too Low, Holy. Fook. Okay, okay, start that again. What? <laughs> and Fangding Ow. Okay. These are the names uh-huh. that were reportedly given by the NTSB, uh, which they uh-huh. say that was released and confirmed by a summer 
intern. It was not by an official. It was not by an official. You know what happened? That that intern had the job and then had a deadline she couldn't meet. (laughs) So she just picked up the receipt from her uh, uh, dry cleaner and got the name out of there, right? (laughs) The station claims that they reached out to the um, NTSB, which is the National Transportation Safety Board, for the names. They say (laughs) they would never release the names in the case. However,. It, it's still under investigation what's going on, who this summer intern is that apparently released these names and confirmed <laughs> Go the, ahead, blame it on the, the intern. flight crew. Um, however, there was a lot of mixed, uh, it, it became national, the video of the report, because a lot of people thought it was funny. A lot of people thought it was very offensive, that it was uh, racially offensive. So okay. there were these four pilot names that went out, and the screen grab was everywhere. Um, <laughs> online. What it's did you say? Screen grab. The it's screen grab, like the the graphic. So it was just like like a oh, photo graph. snap. Yeah, like I a photo snap. I thought you said snap. grab. Eh? I was like, did, was there some nalgas on so there? That say I could grab, eh? say those names again. <laughs> I want to so hear those. It names. was for is Captain Something Wong. <laughs> we too low. <laughs> we too low. Holy fuck or holy fuck, <laughs> and then bang ding ow. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> so now they're being sued by the airline because they released this information. Apparently, you know, their <laughs> people, you know, Jose and I work in this business, so we know people are getting fired over this. <laughs> people are so getting fired over this because you're supposed to really look over your stuff and verify any sort of information, even though if it comes from an official source. <laughs> I mean, this was on a graphic. Somebody actually typed that in. That's Somebody a good actually one, eh? had to. <laughs> there were several pair of eyes that went through this. The, right, I guess, the intern was a Latina. Yeah, I think the one of the names. I think one of the names was actually No Mo Nguyen. No, <laughs> no, no, no. The the the, the, the intern was Latina. Her name. Everyone I the knew. The intern was was Latina. Her name was La Riego. <laughs> Everyone I knew thought this was hilarious. However, with comments <laughs> online, with comments online, there was people that actually found it very offensive of Asian descent and people of hey, non-Asian descent. But you know what? Descent. Names are funny sorry, no matter funny. where they come from, eh? Names are funny, eh? Just because uh, you have it, just because your name is Angel. Yeah, mine isn't funny. Eh? So now the station's <laughs> being sued. It's just this whole. This was t- KTVU, right? KTVU in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh it's going to be so And I know my people in KTVU are just not in good shape. <sighs> yeah, so uh, sorry about that, KTVU. It's hilarious, though. It's freaking hilarious. All right, guys. Let's. <laughs> it's like that joke. I better not say it. <laughs> yeah, don't say that. I didn't actually post the photo, uh, the graphic, because I just didn't want to offend more people that I already saw. <laughs> so if you are interested in looking at this graphic, you know, just Google that shit. You'll find it right away. <laughs> All right, moving on. Hey, Jackie, Billy's listening again, eh? Oh, Billy Scott, how are you? He says that pilot list was some funny shit. Yeah, a lot of people thought it was funny. <laughs> I really laughed about it, but I was more mortified about what was going to happen to these people at this news station. Okay, moving on, guys. They'll be looking for work. They'll probably take that job that I turned down at NBC. (laughs) (laughs) A Colorado businessman is pushing to make buying marijuana nearly as easy as shopping for your fresh veggies and fruits. Ah, dude. Justin Hartfield, the CEO of a Denver-based website that maps and collects uh, reviews of marijuana dispensaries, is currently spearheading an initiative that would allow organic cannabis Farmers Market. This would be in the city of Boulder, where it is in Colorado. 
Colorado has legalized recreational weed in 2012 and regulates at the state level. Our, our regulars at the state level are working out the rules. I think that's a great, great idea because not that that's a good market to target in a state, in particular anywhere. But because the state is legal to sell uh, marijuana, I think that the, that's a responsible step in the right direction because farmer markets – uh, they tend to draw in a market of people who a are more stoners, that right? are more health conscious, that are more <laughs> health conscious because of the organically grown stuff. Therefore, be uh, um, uh, bringing uh, the marijuana, medical marijuana, and not how would you say it, uh, not perverting it, and in such a level that, aye, 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 as aye, packaging aye. it and selling it at Seven Eleven. You know, you know what? Seven Eleven gives it to the masses. There's not a mar- farmers market everywhere, dude. So yeah, what but someone- what I, well, it doesn't that uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that there's a responsible market out there. There's a responsible market, and there's people providing uh, a product to that market in a responsible way. And I think that organically in a, in a farmers market and things like that is good. And anyways, it fits. I've run into my budman a couple of times at some of the farmer market out here. Eh? I did a story about these farmers markets that, that supposedly sell organic. Organic food, mm-hmm. and we went undercover and we followed them into their, and their food was not organic. Of course, you did, Jose, because um, uh, you're not one of the sponsors. NBC is not one of the sponsors. Or Whatever, one of the dude. Networks are. <laughs> Whatever. Wait a minute. Why, Wait, why? You, you can no. You cannot say that about me. You're saying that I'm I'm manipulating the story. You're accusing me, Angel. Of a, 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 a you just said you went and did an undercover story. Yeah, but you're accusing me. Of of manipulating the story because they're not one of the sponsors. No, I didn't say that. We, we, the reason why we did it. You want to know why we did it? You want to know why we did it? Because callers called in and, and uh, we got emails from people saying that they were upset about it, and we investigated it, dude. F that, dude. Don't accuse me of doing that shit. Dude. I didn't accuse you of nothing, eh? Uh, yeah, he did. NBC said, doesn't sponsor it, so now they're going after them. No. Well, county and city officials from I'm Boulder. I'm a journalist, dude. I'm a journalist. Sorry. From Boulder, Colorado, weren't so sure the plan would make sense under local regulations, but they said they would be open to set up the plan in motion if it happened to be the will of the Boulder's citizens. <laughs> Whatever, dude. The law is that they, it can't. Um, the current regulations don't allow anything but produce grown at an outdoor farm to be sold on agricultural land. So if there's like, um, you know, anything grown indoors would kind of go against the, the current parameters of that. Oh, good one, eh? Because otherwise you'd have to sell it up in the mountains and you'll, pro- you'll probably get caught over there, eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the feds. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, this... Pedo, eh? It's just... It's just bud. This is still in process. However, who knows? It's it, it could possibly be a plan for what's the word? Boulderians? Boulderons? Boulderians? Boulderians. 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 There you go. Well, that sounds cool. Boulderians. They got big boulders over there, eh? <laughs> if they could pass a law like that. <laughs> All right. Moving on, guys. This is one of those stories that just makes you want to giggle. A married Nashville lawyer (laughs) is suing Apple, claiming the tech giant should have blocked him from accessing porn on their products. (laughs) He says that uh, he... The 36-year-old guy filed a 50-page complaint in federal court last month claiming the supposedly innocent spelling mistake of when he was online one time. (laughs) He accidentally typed... um, fuckbook.com 
instead of facebook.com. So, <laughs> Jose's his daughter's here. She's like, what? Don't say that in front of my daughter. Sorry. I, I, she was here, and that's I didn't want to stall and be <laughs> dead air. Don't stall, baby. So uh, he, the, accidentally, he accidentally <laughs> typed that in. So from his innocent, quote-unquote, spelling mistake, resulted him in viewing a huge array of pornographic images that according to him... I think they're categories, Let baby. me listen to this. <laughs> Let me listen. listen. It, doesn't say, it doesn't say array out there. It says category. Listen to the, to the logic of this pendejo. Okay. The images appeal to his biological sensibilities as a male and led to an unwanted addiction, which then poisoned his life and ruined his marriage. Is that his email back to his boss? That no, it this must is, have been. Eh? This is his complaint. Good words, eh? Yeah. So he <laughs> he sued Apple because apparently they should sell all products with an install porn filter. That's he a very good point. Seeking damages. Okay, seriously, que pendejo. Let's <laughs> a very you good accidentally point. put in fuckbook instead of dot com instead of facebook.com. <laughs> so you're gonna sue Apple because your dumb ass doesn't know how to spell. Okay, I watched a documentary recently about that uh, little old lady who got who sued McDonald's. On the, the coffee, coffee? being so hot. And you know, they still do it really hot, eh? It's a, I mean, I wouldn't sue them, but... It's a $2 million coffee. Co- coffee. You know, it puts everything in perspective. Um, it puts everything in perspective. That's all I've got to say. He says he's <laughs> a victim of Apple's products that was sold to him without any warning of the damage the pornography causes. So is this guy from Boulder and he had blue balls? And he's It's a very years. good point. It's a very no, good point. So I got stupid. blue stupid. That's so stupid. That means any person who has ever gone online and for whatever reason has accidentally or not accidentally hey, gone doctor, onto I porn got blue website, balls, eh? can sue, they can sue Apple, they can sue Microsoft, they can sue whatever freaking tech hey, could company, you hey, doc, Samsung, my or My balls anything. are blue. Hey, I've been <laughs> watching too much porn, but it's Apple's fault. Can you write it up for me and we'll sue him? He, <laughs> added, Charlie, he ain't even going to look at him. Okay, I'm he, not going to look at your balls, but I'll write it up. <laughs> he claims blue that balls, the, eh? He claims the quality of his life would have been much better and without injury if it could have been avoided. You know what? Well, you what? know what? He should have went for I the... Like hold on. I like his... You know, what no, he, you know what no. he did wrong? He should have went for the HD version, the higher quality videos, oh, eh? God. He's such shit. an idiot. I want to backhand the shit out of him. <laughs> Go for it. Because I can't believe you would sue Apple because you <laughs> accidentally went on porn. It's possible, you know. That's, it's possible. That's the sad reality that they could... He could probably get something out of this. Uh, but, you know, oh, my God. Why not a warning label? I mean, they put it on <laughs> cigarettes, and everyone knows cigarettes are bad for you. People know, and they have to put that there's a that causes cancer. Okay, that but that's for your health, what, your, no, but, your health, where you can would, die. Are you going to die from no, a No, you know what it, you know what it is. Say, not, what would say, that cigarette thing is not say, for... But one would say that uh, you could be morally corrupted or morally whatever, because, hey... Uh, you could be uh, the man even said it, you know, it, it, he could have a better quality of life, but his quality of life is ruined because for some people, that's because he very went offensive. to the amateur porn. For some instead, people, eh? that's very, very instead of the HD, eh? very poor quality homes. Go to the HD. Yeah. Eh? It was those hairy armpits. <laughs> you know, I just I think Marisol chimes in on Facebook. She says he has no will. Exactly, <laughs> right? His, his will was corrupted <laughs> by Apple, by Apple, by Apple. <laughs> Oh my God! This little fucker. Uh, no, China, that wasn't fucking. 
<laughs> Next. Accidentally got onto fuckbook.com. I nah, right. Let's stay on this one, eh? Mr. Blue Balls and shit. Let's go. All right, guys. So moving on. So let's keep on with the technology topic. So here's a definite sign that Americans are multitasking way too much because they're apparently looking at their smartphones while getting it on. Nearly 20% of (laughs) young adult smartphone owners in the U.S. use their smartphone during sex. (laughs) Yeah. I, I... I, whatever. Um, I'm totally the, the biting sur- my tongue on this one, eh? The survey on behalf <laughs> of a startup company um, did not ask respond um, people what they were using their phones for. They just asked them if they were using their smartphone for photographs, period. for pictures. Exactly. It could have been. It could have been for you know something kinky, but it could have been checking your email, responding to a text message, looking at a new comment on their Facebook post. Um, now you know what I'd be video. like. No, baby, I'm I, I'm turning it off, baby. Really, look, I'm turning it off. Click, really. flash, flash. <laughs> video, video. So I don't have you yeah, guys homies, ever used Bring me, your bring me a beer later when you come. When I'm done here, baby. <laughs> have you ever used? Have you guys ever used your smartphone? I don't phone? kiss and tell. Or, or it, you know, when you're getting hot and heavy, when you're kissing, mm. when you're. I think the smartphone. The good thing about when you could, re, you know, you could turn it around and you could see yourself. Because <laughs> then you can get like you don't have the you get like the whole shot, eh? Or? Yeah, you know how you could turn it around, yeah, take yeah, photos, and you cool. could see yourself now. Yeah. I, I I love that function because now you on your pictures you don't cut half of the head off. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you. And then you could tell if you're getting red eye. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let me turn that question on you, Jackie. I and then you could crop it and make it look. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, there's got to be an app for that. You could zoom it también, eh? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say, I will admit that I have texted oh. while, while like, making out and stuff. I have responded to a text what? while making out. Respond- yeah, you just kind of, like, you know, you, you got the face going on right here. But you just kind of <laughs> look to the side, and you just text away. While you're, oh, the or you do it behind the head. <laughs> behind the head, so you're doing face-to-face, and you hold the phone behind his or her head, and you text away. The good thing about texting is that you, don't, you can concentrate on macking uh-huh. because you don't have to talk. Exactly. Ah, but, but, Jackie, but nice see, multitasking I like, over there. But I like my fingers to be... You know, at the ready. Well, I mean, you're not going to do it like the whole time. Get a touch phone. Get a touch screen there. Listen, when I'm making love, I'm international. I got Roman fingers and Russian hands. Hot and cold, hot and cold. You know, feel us all up and then disappear. <laughs> and then while you're disappearing, send that, you know, a Facebook comment. No, response. but then I get the, who are you texting? Who just texted you? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Some of us yeah, have. But yeah. that's why you got to be discreet about it. You got to be, baby, I was closing the deal, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I was making money for you, honey. <laughs> yeah, now let's close this deal. Uh, uh, Cindy chimed in regarding the, uh, the computer uh, lawsuit. She says, when I worked at a, as a service clerk for Dino Computers, a man came in with a complaint and a threat to sue Apple because the product failed to prevent him from overwriting his hard drive. He said a window popped up telling him that his disk was full, but he closed it, and the next thing he knew, his computer crashed. He actually formatted his disk. What a dork. Uh, <laughs> what a dork. I did that one time. I think, Jose, I think everybody's done that one time. Uh, I never did it to my, to my disk. I did it intentionally. But I did, I did format my USB drive once by accident. I was pissed off. Like I said. 
Okay, I guess you're right. It's the same thing. It's a mini disc. Live and learn. All eh? right, next one. Um, that's but, all that but I have. But just don't tonight. get a porn and say oh, I formatted it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that I have tonight, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Jackie Casas with the news and dirty laundry. Oh, uh, right, that Jackie? was dirty indeed. Shoo! All right, when we come back, we're going to have, uh, my, I'm going to be doing a Patriot Pass, but don't forget we have the Blue Agave. And the Chill Lounge. We'll be right back. Listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And that was uh, uh, the news in the dirty laundry with Jackie Casas, which we do all the time. Only we have the uh, news and dirty laundry with multimedia uh, journalists from Telemundo and NBC. That's Jackie Casas. But right now, well, later on, we're going to have the Blue Agave. They're dropping their new CD, which you're going to have a preview of here because. They're, they're cool like that. They like those twins, eh? So they say, you know what? We're going to preview it in Theo Luis's garage, eh? So, you know, and the neat thing about it is that we have their track. We're going to pr- play one of their tracks and be sharing some music. They were the, our very first act that we had here at tw- uh, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, and, uh, and I'm, um, we're honored about that. And uh, they're, gonna, they're, dropping their, they're having their CD release party this Thursday, <clears throat> the 18th, over at the Eastside Love Bar, I think around 7 or 8 o'clock. I don't know, but uh, what a great place because they've been playing there for quite a bit. It's got a great uh, uh, environment, and they have, uh, what's the name of that beer? La, 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 uh. Anyways, they have good beer, eh? <laughs> it's this Thursday, and they're dropping their CD release uh, party there. And, oh, we got a CD right here, brother. Awesome. So right now, um, before we do, we have... Um um, I'm going to be doing my, my Patriot Pass because there's always so many things to say. And, uh, uh, you know, I like to like I like to say our rights are like muscles. If we don't exercise them, we will lose them. So uh, here we go. Now, 
in regards to all the craziness that's been going on with the Zimmerman trial from day one, the way the media and the, the propaganda has turned everyone against us, I have to say, we are Trayvon Martin. We are George Zimmerman. We are the fools. By ingesting their constant diet of racist propaganda, we allowed the media to mold our opinions, to dictate our emotions. We rose up against our fellow Americans. We divided ourselves between hoodie-wearing zealots and white-skinned militants. All the while, the United States Department of Justice funded and assisted many of the Justice for Trayvon Martin rallies? Why? Why does the president adopt the victim, in effect damning the defendant, taking sides, causing division? I happen to believe the defendant to be innocent, and so did 12 jurors, 12 of our peers, representatives of the people. No, the Zimmerman case is not about racism. It is about an oppressive government and its media mouthpiece dictating and distracting the masses in order to do its own will, like distract from Benghazi and domestic spying and fast and furious. No one's talking about that now. Distract and confuse, divide and conquer. We are Trayvon Martin. We are Mark Zimmerman. And that is my Patriot Pass. Yeah, <clears throat> that was Jose doing his Patriot Pass, doing, uh, exercising the biggest muscle in his body, his mouth. Hey, man, <clears throat> you've been listening to the Chill Lounge, eh? What? That's what I've been saying since the beginning of our show, eh? Whatever, dude. Totally, man. I'm, dude, <laughs> I, I'm glad that, you're, that, that I'm rubbing off on you, eh? I, Whatever, I dude. agree with you on that one, eh? <laughs> I know you're in the closet. You totally listen in the closet to the chill lounge. No, eh? dude, whatever. <laughs> All right, introduce our track. Our track is from our next guest, the Blue Agave, our very first music guest. And boy, are we honored. Amazing music. Which There's one are we playing? Oh, uh, Malagueña Salerosa. Hey, you know what? It's such an awesome trap. Let's just let it play for its, uh, speak for itself.
Yeah. Nice. Malagueña Salerosa by the Blue Agave. Awesome. Right on. And here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. That's the latest, newest track. And who are you? Uh, my name's Jose. And I'm Angel. And that's the newest track from uh, the Blue Agave. And uh, my brother wants me to let, tell, let you all know that we're listening to us on TwinTalkCast.com. And on the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live 365, eh? Because we do it 365 a we- day. Hey, dude. The artwork on this, eh? I saw the picture. I even posted it on Facebook. I didn't know it was the artwork for the CD. What a great-looking uh, CD it is. I tell you what, a lot of people have been commenting about this, and um, we want you all to let you know that uh, you can still comment on our Facebook wall on Twin Talk Show. Also, you can give us a call at 626-275-8946 and uh, make comments or questions for our guests who are here with us now. From the Blue Agave, our very first music artist here, and we've had many, and uh, we are honored to have you guys back. From uh, the Blue Agave, Andy Abad and Stephanie Amaro. Hello. Hello, hello. I got to clap again. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for being here. So indeed, you guys guys were the first ones, the first music uh, guests to be on here. That's awesome. Yeah. And ever since, because I, I, my brother introduced me to you guys. In fact, the day you guys walked into Theo Luis's garage, and I have to say, I was totally taken (laughs) aback by your music. And ever since then, have had an opportunity to see you guys, uh, and then the different projects that you do. Thanks for coming back. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for having We're us. Keeping our word. We uh, said we'd come back. So. Uh, you know, Cindy Lagman chimes in. She says her daughter Robin was eating dinner and whipping her hair at the same time. Apparently, she loves some blue agave. Don't choke. <laughs> Don't choke. <laughs> we want you to live. Listen, um, we've been following you guys from the very get-go since you started. Uh, since we started this relationship, the Twin Talk <laughs> and the Blue Agave. Since you popped our sherry, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> brother. There's children present. 
And um, we're really, really. We're Hi, Nihal. He's handsome. We're, we're very proud and on, proud and honored to have Baby you guys here. Baby Agave over there. Yeah, totally. <laughs> For those people that have just cut on, because we've uh, our listenership has really expanded since uh, we first had you on. We know. Um, and and let me tell you, your music. I described it in such a way. I know they just heard it. Um, it, it give us a description of your genre, uh, Andy. Well, it, it's been described. I think it's on our. Reverb Nation as uh, an atmospheric uh, blend of soulful. <laughs> I, I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, she knows it better than I do. Um, <laughs> soulful sexiness with space age Describe bolero. Describe yourself, though. Yeah, space exactly. age bolero. Space Actually, age bolero. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a modern day twist, and only some people will know what this means. But uh, on a space age bachelor pad music ah. from the '60s. Oh, right on. So I like I like space age boleros. Right on. Yeah. That's a very I good way to it. put it. For uh, um, loved, I mean, just because uh, referring to the fact that there's that s- sort of uh, Dick Dale got mm-hmm. a uh, spaghetti western mixed guitar with some Latin flavor and your awesome vocals of Stephanie's. Um, so for those people who are just listening, uh, there's just some amazing tracks on here. Um, but tell us about the album. How long have you been putting this together? There's 13 tracks on here. Um, I've been work- we've been well, we've been working on this for some time now, and um, it was done. Maybe nine months ago, but it kind of got swept under the rug uh, because uh, nine months ago, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Boom, a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, um, I produced this album and I also produced Trio Aes's album, uh-huh. and that got nominated for a Grammy. Yeah, and so that kind of they were done Bravo the on that. Thing. Thank you, thank you. Just uh, for uh, just for our listeners, so they'll know, uh, Stephanie Amaro Abad, the Abad, who's uh, lead singer here of the Blue Agave. Also has a trio, uh, sings and performs on a trio, which was nominated for a Grammy. Trio Eas. Trio Eas. Uh, si, senor. Very good. And, and you, does that mean because you worked on it? Well, you, yeah, I, well I worked, well, I, maybe I'll let you finish your question. Yeah, does yeah. that mean that like, if she's, the trio Eas gets nominated, you get nominated también? Eh? Yeah, I got nominated for producer. All right. Yeah, for, yeah. but for their work, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, come on, guy. But it kind of yeah. We'll get back to the story here. It, it kind of <laughs> it kind of took over, you know. And then uh, and then we were gonna have a baby uh-huh. at the same time. So she's like, let's let's wait. Uh-huh. And then yeah, we'll nobody do. wants to see that. <laughs> I, did. I was like, you gotta do a CD release when you're like eight months pregnant. She's like, she's like, no, no, we'll wait till after. So so we've been kind of biding our time, and we haven't played in almost two years. Uh-huh. Wow. So uh, we're dying to do this. You know, it, we have a lot of fans that have. Followed us and have been waiting for us to play, and I, I swore I wouldn't play till the album was done. So now we're finally. Hey, so back. is it the same guys on the band? Uh, uh, Dante pa- Pascuzo, yeah, uh, uh, he's uh, electric and acoustic and bass, and Pete Corpella percussion and Palmas. Yeah, flamenco Palmas. Orale, they got a name. Craig también. And Craig McIntyre. Yeah, that's the band. Uh huh. Yeah, that's the. Right on. Same the dudes. band. Now, now you have an, you have a a, a very uh, illustrious background already before coming into, you know, uh, Blue Agave, Theolisa's Garage, or into Theolisa's <laughs> Garage, and yes. producing Trio uh, uh, Tell us, tell our listeners, for those who didn't catch you the first time around, well, your background. Well, that's Dorian. If you just heard him right Yay, now, Yay, Dorian, Bla- Baby Agave. Yeah. <laughs> Tatiana's seven, and she's she's quiet. Hi, baby. Hi Tatiana. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I was this. I guess you would call me a sideman. You know, I, I played guitar for Mark Anthony for several years. Nice, uh, Backstreet Boys, uh, Bonnie Raitt, um, 
recently it's with the Latinos, more Latinos is like uh, Juan Gabriel, nice. Pepe Aguilar. So lot, I've worked with a lot of my favorite, Paulina Rubio. Paulina oh, Rubio, Paulina. and and uh, I worked with a lot of pop artists, Latin and American. But this project was always brewing inside of me. You know, it was, it's just all the music that I loved, everything I loved, the flamenco, Latin, bolero, surf. To me, it's everything that I know from California growing up here, you know. So that's what the the album was. And then I met Stephanie, and and I didn't even know she sang when I met her. Wow. But, uh, uh, Tell us about that. Uh, but that you heard day. her, like you heard the, the bird singing, didn't you? I'm oh, sorry. yeah. I, I, heard the, <laughs> yeah I heard the bird singing. Actually, she was playing the guitar when I met her. And I was oh. like, I was like, wow, you play mariachi guitar. That's how you got my number, so, actually. So yeah. our listeners, so our listeners <laughs> know tips. your background, Stephanie. You, uh, for those who have just met the Blue Agave and Trio AS, you, you, you were already performing in a trio or a mariachi? Or? Right. No, we were, I was playing with a trio. Um, we Actually, we met at uh, Larry King's birthday party. Wow. Andy and I. The old guy? Yeah. The real old guy. <laughs> but he loves Latinas. So he uh-huh. had hired Paulina <laughs> Rubio to play for his birthday. Oh. Wow. And, and I was playing guitar with her, and she was playing with her. At Trio Yes was also hired. You opened up for, uh, or did she open up for you? It was more you? like a big <laughs> event. Like It yeah. was more like everything was going on at once. Okay, okay. And then we ended up at a table with some champagne. And, and it kept going on. Well, we didn't end up there. <laughs> I, I, l- I lured her. I lured her like. This siren song. Like in the cartoons with the invisible hand going <laughs> <laughs> hey, but but good for us because uh, since it started going on with you guys, you guys have been playing a lot of good uh, uh, a lot of good music, and uh, uh, you 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 started a somewhat of a residency at the East Side Love uh-huh. uh, Wine uh, and and Wine and Bar. What is it called? Yeah, well, East Side Love Lounge. East Side yeah. Love Wine Bar y Queso. <laughs> <laughs> and what a cool spot it is! And and you yeah. I mean, for those who've never been there, I, I always tell people it's if Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino opened a bar, <laughs> yes, that's what it would be. It would, huh? So, uh, and you would be their house uh, band. Well, well, we um, uh, uh, Guillermo is is the is the 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 owner of the place, uh-huh. and um, we met him. And uh, when Stephanie met him, she was like, "Oh, he wants to hire the trio." I'm like, "Tell him about the blue agave," you know. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, he booked us, and we had never played before, you know. So he just said, all right, let's try it. And oh. then uh, we had a really great night. So we booked like a residency there. Mm-hmm. So it was our very first show ever anywhere. Mm-hmm. So um, so this is our first radio show, and that was our first awesome. gig ever. So we decided if we're going to do our CD release, we'll do it there. Awesome. All right. And we asked awesome. him, and he's like, yeah, we love you guys. So, so talk about the CD. So, um, hey, so uh, we're cousins with the uh, East Side Love, eh? So <laughs> let's talk about the CD. Uh, how did you choose this? I know there's some uh, like standards. Like you talked about Malaguena. You made your rendition of Malagueña Salerosa. Then there's a rendition of a Juan Gabriel track, which you yeah. premiered with us three years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, you had the uh, old the old version. The uh, Well, we will yeah, now. This is the this new is version. The we will version. now put the new version in yeah. onto our, our sound. Uh, but let's play a little bit of it right now so people know what it is. I'm actually trying to get it to his ears now because now that I'm working with him again. It, oh, um, it's, it's a fantastic rendition. Which one is it? A rendition of Yo No, Yo no Nasi by Juan Gabriel. And it's just very ethereal and cryptic and awesome. <laughs> He meant sexy. I like cryptic. <laughs> when we first premiered this, people loved it. Yeah. 
so awesome. Dude. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Awesome. Love the guitar work. I Thank just, you. Thank I, you. I, I just keep thinking of, like, Ennio, you know. Uh, Morricone. Morricone yeah. from uh, Good, the Bad, the Ugly, and um, how the West was won, and... Uh, but the I'll way that film. you own it, uh, Stephanie, <laughs> I mean, you totally, you know, the guitar evidently uh, uh, leaves the, the tapestry while you lay on it. Ooh. <laughs> I love it. Everything's sex for Angel. Everything. You did. I did. Man, that's just life. You know, when, when we met, uh, I had another sort of idea in my head that I was going for. You know, I was misguided. Uh -huh. So I was, I was trying to, uh, uh, like, sort of, coach her in a certain way but she was she just wouldn't sing in front of me uh -huh. so i'm like okay let me just just do it how you want to do it yeah, and then, he wanted me to yeah no and my then, background uh, is mariachi yeah uh -huh. so, so once once i embraced that and, and let her and and, and let her what, lay on it yeah i found <laughs> what she was doing i was uh -huh. just like oh wow oh yeah this is something you know it's just one of those weird things that just happens you know i like, I, I, I agree gotta, you, I gotta, you, gotta, you know i mean when i had the opportunity to see you guys at, <laughs> at, so at, at the east side love bar I just want to tell, I want to paint a picture to our listeners. As you can hear, the music and the vocals are, are, are awesome, but uh, Stephanie's presence is, is way beyond, you know, it just goes so well. You have to be there this Thursday on the 18th. You sure East, do. Eastside Love. Yes. I mean, to me, uh, she's like a, like a ninja superhero <laughs> with, a, with a microphone. And you know? mariachi pants. And mariachi pants. Now, yeah. now no! there couldn't be a... <laughs> I mean, you're like the sure new. Sure am. I mean, <laughs> you're like a match made in heaven. You know. I mean, you guys really complement one another. Her, her voice, your guitar. Now, tell. I want to talk about um, the, the way you. You first of all, you already talked about you know Nasi, but you're talking about 13 tracks here. Did you come in and say I've got all these songs I want to just play play with them and 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 or did or there was there a co-writing or how does this come out? No. Um, well, the there's I think five or six. Vocal songs. Yeah, I only sing it on about half, half of, the album. Half the album. Yeah. Wow! But she plays on on more of the album. So um, originally, I, we were doing. I was doing an, an instrumental project, and I was going to do. We were recording songs for Stephanie as a like a vocal project, and then she's like, "Well, why is it got to be two? I mean, when we play, it's one." I'm like, "Yeah, let's just do it all all at one." So there's selections. The the vocal songs are standards. And all the instrumental songs are my, my compositions that I wrote. Um, so that's kind of... But you also mix it. Like in El Gavilan, there's a big musical intro, an instrumental intro. Well, Ga so Gavilan is completely instrumental. Okay. Yeah, it's like a mariachi. It's like a space-age mariachi, I guess we'd call it. Let's hear that. I want to hear this. That's a, that's, yeah, this is the one here. Like I have a full mariachi in the background there. Yeah, this this one has strings, trumpets, and Stephanie is playing the guitar, the mariachi guitar, and the vihuela. Nice. And I'm doing the Morricone kind of kind of thing on this one. Now, are you using a Telecaster? Um, on that song, I use a Jazzmaster, and then I have a bass Telecaster hitting these really low notes. Cool. Sounds yeah. awesome. And we had a special guest. Who's our trumpet player? Is uh, Elio. 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 
yeah, he, he's a mariachi extraordinaire. Awesome. And on violin, we have Suemi Gonzalez from Trio AS. She she did a. I love I, I love her. She's great. They're all great. <laughs> it makes you want to sip a tequila, eh? <laughs> like oh. you know, like while you're cleaning house, yeah. sip a little bit of tequila and put on this album. Eh? Which reminds me, this uh, Thursday when we play Mariachi Los Toros is going to play right before us. Awesome. We're hoping that they'll play on this song as well. Yeah, they might They might play the song with us. Uh, they might. They might not. But they'll be there. They'll be there. They're going to play a little bit beforehand. Tell so us about the event. Uh, let all listeners know exactly what's going on with uh, on your CD release party. Uh, doors are at 8 at the Eastside Love Bar, which is 1835 East 1st Street in East Los. East Los. And if you've never been there, if you decide to go there ever, uh, I would say go this Thursday. But it's yeah. a it's a really cool yeah. spot, mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you smoke cigarettes or cigars, there's a there's a lounge in the back that's open air. Because mm-hmm. I like to smoke cigars too. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have a drink called La Sancha, eh? <laughs> I, that's what it was yeah, called. Yeah, La Sancha. La Sancha. I, uh, I don't know if they carry that beer no. anymore though. But they have a good selection. <laughs> no, of they beer. really do. Yeah. They have a cheladitas that they have they're like micheladas, but but better. I think it's very. It's I think I mean not only to have because it was there. Uh, You've been playing there for a while there, but it's got that atmosphere that it lends itself to this uh, this music. So that's a good spot. Yeah, I mean, like I said, when I walked into the place the first time, I was like, "This is totally it's the music." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so give us another track that has the vocals on it. Let's see. Oh, uh, Vereda Tropical is a is a. It's like Iri Gourmet Los Panchos oh. meets Roy Space Age. Iri Gourmet Los Panchos meets Roy Orbison in the world of the Jetsons. Let's hear that. <laughs> this is the Blue Agave Vereda Tropical. Very nice. So let's talk about the artwork. Sure. I dig it. I, for those of you, the, the CD, we, I posted a picture of uh, earlier of the artwork and then another picture with me holding the CD. You don't want to see me, but look at the artwork. Who, 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 tell us about the artwork. Um, there's an 80s movie you guys might remember called The Streets of Fire. Yes. No, I'm too young, eh? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, me too. I liked, I really oh. liked, I really liked that 
that flavor. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we, we took that picture standing in our in our living room, and Stephanie's father, Oscar, is is he's great. He's a graphic with, designer for the city of L.A. Yeah. Wow. Oh, and, um, lucky us. <laughs> he's like, hey, I can Oscar do that. Amaro. And we're like, well, we already hired somebody. And he says, let me do this. This is my contribution. And I'm like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, I want to do it. So we're like, all right. Okay, so. suegro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, it, it, it does uh, harken back to the um, the film, um, but it, and and it's a good and I like it. I dig it. And uh, I'm happy to have this. My wife, it. my Dude. I liked it. It eh? <laughs> my wife just texted it. Angel, bring the CD, please, please, please. I, <laughs> I got and it. And the, the inside <laughs> photos are are uh, we did a Dia de los Muertos show um, uh-huh. about two years ago, I think. At the Eastside Love Bar. At the Eastside Love uh-huh. Bar. So uh, Stephanie did the makeup, and I love those pictures. So we we slid them into the inside right. slot. With the band and yourselves made up, made up like the other those muertos. So are you guys after this? Are you gonna do other? Are you gonna do like a tour, a tour or something in support or what? What's what's next? Uh, We're open for anything, yeah. really. We we just We're, wanna. Yeah, we just wanna get it out there at this point and, and hit then the we'll, ground running. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll see. I tell you what, it's I'm loving what I hear already. I think it's packaged very nicely. I was a fan from the very beginning. Thank you. Awesome. Sta- Thank your, you. Your vocals and your your, your the guitar work's awesome. We've been anxiously awaiting this, so we're. I'm really happy. We're going to put this in our rotation for for I, sure. Awesome. Ju- I, w- I want to just give a shout out to the t- technical side of this. Um, okay. Uh, we're big fans of Robbie Draco Rosa also, and um, his engineer mixed this. A guy named Seth Horan. Okay. We awesome. worked together early on, and he's like, "Man, if you ever do anything, I'd love to, uh-huh. to to mix or whatever." So when the time came, I called him, and and uh, and he helped. He did a great job. It sounds this. great, Seth. Listen to this, man. El, el, el Relámpago. Love the guitars. How many guitars did you use on this on this uh, album? Oh, geez, I, I don't even know. All of them. Oh, <laughs> quite a few. And yeah. how many do you own? I'm curious. <laughs> Quite a few. I think <laughs> yeah. at last, get, you want? No, 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 no. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a few. Yeah. It's awesome. It sounds like you had that bass uh, um, Telecaster thing going or whatever. Yeah, I actually did track some of it on here. Yeah. In Relampa goes the story of a, of a, of a 95-pound wrestler going into the ring and fighting somebody way too big from kind of like in Nacho Libre if you ever saw that I have seen that oh so, that's great so Relampago is the race, the wrestler yeah so a lot of the music that I that I do has a visual thing to it so have like, you done musical scores for films I've done a few things we did a, a score uh, we did we did some featured songs for a Eva Longoria movie called Without Men did you ever and, uh, oh I don't know yeah there was a scene with her and Kate Del Castillo they had a kind of a you a, know, a black swan moment. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, that's that's, that's us a song. over that. <laughs> uh, which movie is that? It's it's, it's called, called Without, a, Men. Without Men. Sin hombres or Sin hombres. Without Men. Without in Men. I, yeah, I think yeah. it's the English one. And it's the scene where where Eva's dreaming about Kate, and they have a little encounter, and it's Stephanie's voice and a song that that uh, uh, we wrote together actually, because she wrote the, the lyrics and and uh, so we've and, and it's in another movie. Uh, I think it's uh, you know, we sent in all the paperwork, but uh, uh, <laughs> that's uh, we, we can officially out. say yeah, that. That's that, like yeah. my cousin who's waiting on a visa. I sent yeah. in the paperwork <laughs> eh, a few months ago. I told you to go to MacArthur Park. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> now there's also uh, some little interludes in this album. Yes, there are a couple interludes. 
Um, I mean, the thing with the album is, is we had so much music and I had we kind of whittled it down. And then I wanted to create a listening experience because I liked in the old days. Remember those yeah. old days when yeah. we listened to an album all the way through? I yeah. like the secret tracks. Yeah, so... so oh, secret tracks, también? No, I don't think so. We, you know, <laughs> we kind of tried to structure an album that wasn't too long, but, but was, but was uh, you know, that, that flowed together. I, I so. love that because um, not too many albums, uh, people are selling things now as singles because people are just downloading singles. Uh-huh. And it's not as often, um, it's not as common anymore that people... Uh, sequence an album yeah. like this and that's how you treated it sounds like I mean I'm thinking you know someone's having a cocktail party or a quinceanera or something you know put the album from beginning to <laughs> end you won't have to you won't have to switch it hopefully you know it'll hit all the marks that's so. good that's, that's what we're aiming for quinceaneras yeah. <laughs> that's where the money is <laughs> wow listen it really is. is no really <laughs> so so the next Donny and Marie the next Sunny and Cher oh, the no, next oh, no. Danny Zuko <laughs> and Sandy right here <laughs> I'd love to see them do that. Uh, uh, what's that song? Uh, Summer Loving. Summer, Summer Loving. loving <laughs> happy. No. Do you ever do vocals, Andy? No. Yes, This, this is all the vocals I do. On Relampago, that's him. Oh, it is on Relampago, but I was shouting from a flea-bitten hotel room in Cali, Colombia when I was recording that. Oh, show. really? <laughs> yeah. I got Cali, Colombia, so. so that's over on South Central? <laughs> mm-hmm, it's right by Lake Paris. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here's a track called Historia de un Amor. Space Age Bolero, man, you really hit it on the head with that one. Right on. Angel said that, didn't he? Or did I say it? I, I did, but then I was going to say spaced out like me, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it is great. I got to tell you, I'm really excited about this. When Angel told me you guys were coming on with the new CD, I was excited. Um, he didn't believe me. I'm like, nah, they've been releasing that one for a long time, eh? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so what's next? What's the plan for the Blue Agave? I know my brother sort of, we've sort of talked about this, but uh, I mean, this is big. This is big. How do you? I mean, what's going on? Well, we we just want to get a get a broaden our fan base. Basically, we'd like we'd like to be able to play for more people and 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 uh, and then venture out, go to other cities and. Uh, um, How about starting uh, playing in my garage? Yeah, I could <laughs> I could get a few people out there. <laughs> house party! It's the return of the house party. Uh, C- no. Cindy Lagman chimes in on Facebook and she says, um, "I just lost it. I love your style." She says, "Thank you." Oh, this Thank was Lourdes you. actually. Lourdes James, I love your style. Gracias, Lourdes. Cool. Let's hear a little bit more here. 
I mean, you've heard so many of these standards have done over and over again, and, and what sells the standards over and over again is the fact that they're such loved, beloved tracks. And then they're usually covered by a beloved artist who does well and everything. But you guys have totally made these tracks your own. You, it, you know what I'm saying? You've just made them your own. Well, I, you know, we were we were playing at some place regularly, and um, we had these like all kinds of different people show up. But there were these, a lot of older Latinos, like the like the maybe the 50s sort of age, and they walked up to us. A couple walked up and they said, "Hey, you know this one bolero?" And we're like, "Yeah." They're like. Can you do that one next week, but Blue Agave style? Yeah. <laughs> we like, I want to hear Como Fue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do a Blue Agave style? That's yeah. a great, that's a compliment. Oh, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's totally, no, I, I know what you mean. Because usually sure, people go up there to, to those people yeah. at, a, at, a, at a bar or whatever, and they ask them to play a cover because they want to sing along. In this case, they just want to hear They want to listen to it. They want to yeah. listen to cool. it. Yeah, they want to hear this, our version of it, you know, so. But I mean, Whenever we, whenever I approach music, you know, with the, this band uh -huh. or the band in general, whatever song, whatever we're doing, it's gonna come out with the blue agave filter on it organically because mm -hmm. yeah. of your style, yeah. Be because of of the musicians too, because the actual band with Dante, Craig, and Pete, uh, they make they make this thing sound like it does, you know, like awesome. like it's a it's a, it's a living organism, uh -huh. you know. So um, yeah, that's. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, with, with mariachi pants, eh? I, mean, <laughs> I tell you what, we are really, really yeah. stoked about this, and we, we, we hope that we can continue being part of your, Absolutely. your success. Please count on us for anything. Um, please come back. And what he means is invite us every, every time, eh? Oh, don't worry. <laughs> don't you worry. And uh, you know what? Uh, as, as you continue to uh, support this uh, CD and whatever it is that you're doing, please give us a call. We'll do our best to pr promote Absolutely. it as well. Thank Absolutely. you guys so Thank much. You. And yeah. your shows as well. Please let all our listeners know where they can see, hear, social media, the, your CD release party, all the shebang. Okay. Well, CD release party is this Thursday at the East Side Love Bar in uh, East L.A. Doors are at 8 p.m. And uh, Mariachi Los Toros will be there. Awesome. And uh, let's see. You can find us on Facebook, forward slash The Blue Agave, ReverbNation.com. You can stream our stuff. Um, and it's always The Blue Agave. The Blue Agave, yeah. right. Because Blue Agave is a restaurant in San Diego, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, it's The Blue Agave. So Reverb Nation, Facebook. Um, what else? That's the main place. That's about it. Yeah. yeah, you can get find everything. There. And you're going to you be able to listen to uh, the selected tracks on our uh, radio and station course, as well yes. on Twin Talk Cast. Thank you for playing us uh, over the years. Thank you for having us a pleasure. Oh. to begin with in the first place and having us back here. Uh, so. Awesome. I want, let's, we, it behooves us to speak of your new baby. He's been right here. Actually, he's been really good. It's near his bedtime. Yes, right? he's sitting right here, and he's counting. Because he's been wanting to chill out in Theo Lisa's garage mm -hmm. for a while. Huh? He can't get enough. He's well, with I the love the photos on Facebook. <laughs> Always with some cute captions. Yeah. He's already a little musician. He's trying to eat the cable. He's trying to eat the cable. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Congratulations on that. Please. Thank you. Uh, our listeners, please, please check out the album. Oh, they can find this on Reverb Nation on iTunes. Good iTunes. Oh, that's yes. right. iTunes. iTunes. Yes. iTunes. <laughs> yes. Please find this. Look for The Blue Agave. It's their self-titled album. It's awesome on iTunes. And um, if you want to just stream it, maybe sample it uh, more fully, you can go to SoundCloud, The Blue Agave, mm -hmm. and it's up there. You guys can check it out. Just so. download it, y'all. It's awesome. Yeah, don't yeah. even pre yeah, preview it. Just don't even. It's awesome. Trust me. Trust us. Go, go to, and then go to Eastside Love. All right. 
Go ahead. Oh, no, I'm saying, and if you can get a copy, maybe when we're playing live, but the physical copies, it's uh, it's cool. Like, uh, you know, the artwork came out nice. It is. And it's nice. Hey, I'm old school, man. Get the physical copies, man, because it looks awesome. And plus, you know, when your computer crashes, you could always reload it. Exactly. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the blue agave. <laughs> Thank you so much. We'll be, we'll be right back with Angel's Chill Lounge. Twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Kick back and listen. Are you fair weather or are you for worse or for better? Do you jump to a cause like you jump from a car when it's about to crash? Or do you make it a habit and do you make it a way of life? Does it only live a day or two or do you give it the time it needs to mature? Reflect and afford it the time it needs to develop. Afford it the time to envelop. Don't be fair weather and endure the worst as you make it better. Chill, one love. And that's another edition of Angel's Chill Lounge. Shoo! And we want to 
thank you once again for joining us on Twin Talk with Jose and Angels. We do it every Tuesday night because Be- Tuesday is Twins Day. Yes, on TwinTalkCast.com and on Live365.com. But if you want to listen to us on your gadget, just uh, subscribe there eh? or on iTunes. Eh? We don't remind everyone that you can go to TwinTalkCast.com and, ch- cl- and click on previous podcasts and check out all our previous podcasts. Yeah, we had uh, 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 Daniel, Marty. Uh, last week we had The Cineverse. Uh, we've had the Blue Agave before too. Um, a bunch of people, a bunch of people. Rodney right? King, yeah. uh, Cecil it. Murray. Click on previous Candlebox, podcasts. Felipe Esparza, the click, Midnighters. Click on previous podcasts. Surprise, surprise, eh? We want to thank our guest uh, Robin Sachs uh, from RobinSachs.com on Fox News and. Um, MSNBC and CNN and, and all those, and now on the Twimpire, eh? <laughs> on legal at legal analysts, he's been on a show. Legal. <laughs> we want to thank you for being on our show. That sounds like something when you're giving birth, eh? We also want. <laughs> yes, legal. <laughs> Whatever, dude. I don't know what you've been. Jackie's smoking. doing a poochie face. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Steph- I mean, uh, Stephanie. Stephanie. I said Jackie. We also want to thank our, our guests. Uh, Andy Abad and Stephanie Amato from The Blue Agave. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks so much for being here. Awesome, what a pleasure. Awesome. But you didn't bring your superhero mariachi pants, Stephanie. You know what? I got to take them off every once in a while to wash them. <laughs> well, well, if there's danger, she rips these off and they're under there. All right. On. We, we had a, <laughs> we had a, we had a vo- uh, message on Facebook uh, says, uh, you have an awesome voice, Stephanie. And it was liked by another person. So you have enough awesome they voice. Liked it is. Yes, I liked it. Yes, I liked it. So thank you, uh, the Blue Agave. Check out the new CD. It's gonna. It's dropping. It's dropped. It's dropped. Check it out on <laughs> iTunes. And go to the East Side Love Bar in East LA at 8 p.m. Thursday. Um, Los Toros. Thursday and the 18th. Agave. Yeah, the to- Los Toros and 18th. Whatever, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> check us out on Facebook on Twin Talk Show. Check us out on on uh, Twitter at Twin Talk Show, and check out our pictures on Instagram, eh? Because we're Insta twins. I haven't Instagram anything on it. I, I hope, know. I, I gave want, Jackie the password so she could. So I she want to throw some of those. Uh, what is that? Shoulder shots from the showers. I want everyone to know that I haven't had any influence on that yet. So anything that's on there has nothing to do with me right now. I just I, I disavow myself from it. But what? anyway, avow. Disavow. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to us to Twin Talk. Uh, listen to us next week at 7 p.m. Pacific time, and we'll catch you then. Good night, y'all. Shoo! Shoo! <laughs>